2: The following podcast is a
3: Dear Media production.
0: Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How are you? Hope you're having a beautiful day. It's Wednesday. So by the time you listen to this, the election maybe will have been called. And I know that this can be a stressful time for everybody. I hope that you exercised your right and you got out to vote. I voted and I felt good. It took me two minutes. But if there's one thing that I do know is that I today cannot predict what tomorrow will look like for our future. And whatever feeling you're feeling, whether it's anxiety, whether it's nausea, whether it's, you know, you're going to go ahead and clasp that chastity belt on because you never want to be touched by a man again. Whatever you're feeling emotionally, I want you to know that we're going to go through it together because, you know, I I, this comes out after the midterm elections. And I don't know, you know, and I like to keep things pretty neutral here. But as women, if we don't start sticking up for ourselves and fighting for our rights, we're not going to be here much longer. Speaking of that, I was in Huntsville this weekend and I was out having a drink after one of the shows. And I started talking to an older gentleman and it's a big military base, you know, in Huntsville, a lot of military dudes. And without this guy was, you know, kept it cool. Didn't give me any of the secrets, but I go up to the bar for another beverage. And I said, sir, you work for NASA. And it kind of, you know, it was like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And I said, how much longer we got? Just that was a very open-ended question. He goes, what do you mean? I go, you know what I mean. Are we good? How much longer we got? Now, I was speaking to the bigger picture of how much longer do we have on this planet? You know, are they coming for us? And then so then I followed it up with, we good. Just a question, we good? And he goes, they're catching up to us. And I said, who? And he just goes, "Uh uh-huh. And then I was like, for real? And he just goes, fireball? And I said, you betcha. So I want you to know (laughs) that I know we got about nine months left. And that is supposed to be encouraging, concerning, alarming, and comforting all at the same time. So again, whatever you're seeing today, however the world or America specifically is fucking crumbling, I don't know. It could be good. It could be bad. I can't fucking predict what you hoes do anymore at the polls. But I want you to know that I heard firsthand from a drunk man at a beer barn in Huntsville who works for spaceships. They're coming for us. And I do believe he is referring to the aliens, the intergalactic beings. I think there's many of them. And if you've never been in a wormhole on TikTok about you know, time traveling, interdimensional beings, like then you don't know. Then you don't know, though. The other people are coming for us and I think they're going to be upset when they get here. You know, I think they're a couple light years away, but that, you know, we don't know what that actually equals out to the grays as they call them or whatever other there's, you know, millions of different aliens they're on their way, but we don't know if like a light year away to them is 15 minutes. It's 10 minutes to us. You know how in the Bible it says like, you know, a year in our life is like a second in God's or whatever. I don't know what these aliens, they could be here in our backyard tomorrow. But all I know is the guy at the beer barn said they're catching up to us. So no matter how dire or Positive things look by the time this podcast comes out, I want you to know we're all going to die soon anyway. So, that is what keeps me motivated in getting up every morning and putting my toes in the sand and just living life. <laughs> so, honestly, that is truly like the. I mean, I went out and I exercised my right to vote and I voted and I felt good about it. Although my husband did try and suppress my vote. Okay, talk about the patriarchy keeping us down. I was like, oh, shit. We got to make sure that we go vote together because I don't have my car. Tina has my car right now in Mississippi, and he's like, I'm not giving you a ride. He didn't even have a Southern accent. He's like, no, I'm not going to do it. You got to uh-uh pay the toll to get a ride to the, to the polls. And I was like, what does that mean, Jeff? He's like, you got to do what you got to do if you want to ride as a woman to exercise your vote. Obviously, he's kidding. We had a good, hearty chuckle about it. But I said, What does that really mean? He goes, A hand job. And I go, Where? And he goes, In the Jetta. If you don't think that I had to give my husband a hand job in the Jetta for a ride, could I have walked to the library? I could have. It was about maybe a 10 minute walk. And also, I need the steps. Could I have called an Uber? Yes. Could I have asked my mother? For sure. But for some reason, I said, You want to play this game? And I gave him a dry, the driest hand job in the Jetta. But you know what? She voted. She believed she could, so she gave a dry hand job. And that's what it's about. You know what I mean? They say they go low, we go high. They go low, we go hand job. And sometimes you have to be the you today you want to be tomorrow, but be the you today that gives hand jobs in a Jetta in order to fight for your rights. And you know what, ladies? We just work smarter, not harder. Also, I love that I asked this guy, are we good? This other random NASA guy. And he goes, they're catching up to us. Whatever that means to you and whatever level of paranoia that's going to send you into tonight, whatever kind of psychotic spiral, I want you to lay in bed tonight. And when you're just about to close your eyes, I want you to close your eyes and then just think, they're catching up to us. I don't know what he was referring to, but I think it was the aliens. And dude, if you've never been on like extraterrestrial TikTok, it's terrifying. But also enlightening. You know, I ask Jeff all the time, like, would you want to go to outer space? And he always says no. I'm like, beam me up, fucking Scott. Beam me the fuck up, Scott. Send me. Scotty boy, I'm ready to go. I would like to go up, come back down. Do I think we landed on the moon? Yes. Do I think that like, they also probably had a tea party with some extraterrestrial beings for sure. I mean, the government doesn't even hide that we have aliens. I think if you don't believe in aliens, or like there's something else out there, even if you think it's like an angel or something, there are other things out there. We're not the only fucking ones. Do you know what I mean? There's other people having Sunday barbecues as well. They probably eat different things than us. They probably have a much more advanced system of barbecuing. I can't even figure out how to work the fucking uni. No, we figured out the uni. Don't get me wrong. The uni is fantastic. It's our um, pizza oven, but we can't get the dough right. And it's on us. It's not on anybody else except us. We have not figured out the dough. If anybody has a great dough recipe, we did the New York Times dough recipe. We did the uni specific dough recipe. Each time it's never salted enough. It never gets crispy enough. It doesn't rise the way they look good, but then they're always raw in the middle. And I, you know, and I don't like something raw in the middle. You know what I mean? I like peanut butter, thick cream in the middle, but I like it cooked. Clean on the outside, cream on the inside. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. How can you support yourself? even going through the holiday season, I'll tell you what, by making your life easier in your business, let's work smarter, not harder. And that's why I love Squarespace. Squarespace just makes having an online presence so easy. It's all in one. Everything's there. Whether you have a website that has product features, I can link up my Vimeo. I can link up my, all my different social media aspects. Maybe you have e-commerce, you're selling something. You can put on videos, connect your social media accounts. You can look at your traffic overflow, your content ownership, analytics, blogging tools, social sharing, you name it, they have it. I love Squarespace. It just took the thinking out of, oh my God, I'm so nervous to start this business or to announce this tour or whatever, because I don't know how to build a website. Well, guess what? Squarespace makes it so, so easy. Head to squarespace.com absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, you're going to go to squarespace.com absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I had a wonderful caller tell me that she used my code for Squarespace and it changed the game in her business. And I love to hear those absolutely yeses. So again, I go to squarespace.com absolutely. The holidays are coming and it is right around the corner. And you know what we got to do? Think of a great gift. And you know what I love? Something cozy, curated, that is sure to be a hit with everyone on your list. And that is Linen. I mean, listen, my love language isn't even gifts, but you know what my love language truly is? hospitality so when you come to my house you're gonna be sleeping in the yummiest just most delicious brooklyn and sheets ever so if you want to get the gift of a great night's sleep at your home or actually give a physical gift to brooklyn and their gifts are amazing they have thoughtful assortment of home essentials to make your space a soft place to land with bedding decor and so much more to keep comfort as close as you like Or hey, maybe you would just say, you can't stay at my house, but here's some nice sheets. So imagine what it's like to stay at my house, Aunt Linda, because everybody can't stand you. But you can imagine in your brain, because I sent you home with a great gift. They deliver high quality, beautiful home essentials by partnering with top caliber manufacturing partners and use only the highest grade materials. The result, durable, better with every use. products that last through all bedroom activities and get softer each time also between all the holiday have to's Brooklyn Linen's bundles make this busy season and life so much easier they've curated essentials for bed and bath and it included savings whether you're looking to refresh your space or earn hosts with the most status or give someone extra special in your life something extra special they have a bundle for you let the gifting begin go to brooklinen.com that's b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e-n dot com and use promo code absolutely not for $20 off and free shipping on orders of a hundred or more again that's Brooklyn linn.com, and then use code promo code absolutely not for $20 off and free shipping on orders of a hundred or more. Anyways, let's get back into Huntsville. I had a real humbling moment this weekend where I misjudged someone. I had a real elitist moment, and y'all know I'm a Southern gal. I love all my Southern girlies. And my guys, I I lived in Mississippi. Like I am not above anybody. But I had a real, you shouldn't have judged the book by its cover moment. We go to this one spot that the only place that was open late night after the show Sunday for a little bite and a, and a beverage. And as we're walking in, I clocked this server and she looks a little, you know, a little crunchy, slender woman, big b- bottle coat glasses, wispy bangs. And I turned to Chris and Andrew and I said, oh, here we go. Here we go. And we sat down at this restaurant, okay? This lady's name is Judy. We sat down and Judy was the most lovely, amazing character, full character, as am I. We are all characters, but this woman sat down and I misjudged her. So Judy and I started talking and exchanging pleasantries. She couldn't pour a glass of wine and that's not on her. She took the entire bottle and like, You know, when like you're uh, pouring a Guinness and you just turn the Guinness completely upside down in the pint glass because of the way that the carbonation works, you're supposed to pull a Guinness straight. If you didn't know this, my girl, Judy, took the entire bottle of red and just dumped it into my glass. Like there was no, you know, tilted at an angle so the sediment doesn't get in. She just literally as if she was putting a wine glass under a faucet, just pulled the lever back and that bad boy was flowing I judged her at first for that. I said, this bitch doesn't know how to pour something because she clearly only drinks boxed wine. And then I thought about it. But you know what? The speed as to which I am getting alcohol in my glass is rapid. And I think that actually we should drop the pomp and circumstance and just go ahead and turn that bad bitch up. Do you know what I mean? So for a second, I clocked Andrew and Chris and we all clocked eyes. And I said, "Mm okay. And then I saw how quickly there was a glass of alcohol touching my lips. And I said, that was from start to finish three seconds. And I'm already getting drunk. So actually, Judy, point for you, bitch. Then we start chit-chatting and Judy tells me, she's like, well, you know, I love hockey. And I was like, did not see that coming, you know? I judge. I thought it was going to be a NASCAR moment. I don't know. I love Alabama football. She told me she loves going up to Nashville. Huntsville is not far from Nashville. She goes up and goes to the Preds game. Okay. Do you know what the Preds, the Predators? It's the Nashville hockey team. Not to catch a Predator. They're not like child Predators. They're, it's a Predator, which is like a like an animal, I believe. You know, there's prey and Predators. That Predators. Not Chris Hansen is not going to like pop out of the pantry. Remember that show to catch a predator? And it was always just some guy. It was always just some random guy. And he would come into the house and they'd have some actress be like, Hey, I'm up here. I'll be down in a second. And these fucking disgusting creeps would just walk into this like random house because they thought they were going to have some inappropriate relationship with somebody younger, but it was an actress. And then Chris Hansen would come around the corner and be like, Michael. <laughs> so you thought you were here and you were going to meet Madeline and these guys. Every time they would fucking clock Chris Hansen, they would just be like, and they would just seize the fuck up because they knew they were going to fucking jail. Oh my God, that show was so good. You were like, fucking get him, doggy. I mean, absolute disgusting creeps. But remember that show? When you look back on it, you're like, that was insanity. Anyway, so not to be confused with Chris Hansen is not the mascot of the National hockey team. It's the Preds. I probably need to do a little more research. But anyways, so Judy's like, I go to the Preds games. And then I go to the Kid Rock bar because he's got great tater tots before the Preds games. And you know what? I get the best seats at the Preds game. And I go, Judy, why do you get the best seats? Like, who are, you know, the players that you're interested in? She says, no, no, it's not the players. I like the fighting. And that's when she tapped into who she really was. This woman was not more than, she was about 65 slicked back ponytail, thin, wispy bangs, bottle coat glasses, petite, brunette, very petite woman. Actually, she was not 65. She was 47. I forgot she told me she was 47, which again, she's lived a life. You know what I mean? And I said, Judy, what do you mean? A, what makes the kid rock tater tots so good? She's like, they're just good cooked. They're not mushy in the middle cooked all the way through. I was like, check number two next to Judy because she fucking gets it. A bitch who likes a crispy through tater tot fucking gets it. And I said, what about the hockey fighting? Turned you on, Judy. And she's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, I like the action. And I said, this is a real bitch. A woman who took an entire bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon and just dumped it directly into my glass. You know, you get a six ounce pour. I had a 45 ounce pour. She just eventually at one point took a water glass and then, and just poured my wine glass into the water glass and gave me a straw and said, don't be a little bitch. And I said, you know it. You fucking know it. Never. Not for you, Judy. She told me she used to work at the Bass Pro Shop restaurant that was across from St. Jude's Hospital in Memphis, and I I appreciated that so much. One, I didn't know Bass Pro Shop had a culinary experience. She said that the restaurant at the Bass Pro Shop in Memphis had great fish tacos. And if that is not the most accurate, amazing, and on-brand thing you've ever heard, then I don't think you need to listen to this podcast anymore. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Do you understand? I met somebody this weekend who used to work at the Bass Pro Shop restaurant. It you understand that that it does not get better than that for me in my life. I literally at one point put my hand under my chin and my elbow on the table and I was just in it. I literally went, "Tell me everything." <laughs> She's like, well, you know, I keep up. I would I would wait on all the families because they were across the street at the St. Jude hospital. And if you know St. Jude's an incredible organization for kids with any type of illness. Obviously they specialize for, with kids with cancer. And she said, so I would meet these families and became really close with a lot of these families I'd make, you know, I'd know what the kids love for lunch or, you know, the parents, they'd come in every day for lunch and I'd make them exactly what they wanted. Number one seller, fish tacos. And I would keep up with them on Facebook. She goes, the only reason I kept Facebook is because I can see all these babies who I used to wait on. I can see them grow up and they have businesses and they've made it. And I just had this moment where I was like, Judy is so dialed in. Like, who the fuck was I to be like, this is going to be bad service? At one point, Judy and I are holding hands, sitting at the table together. And she's being very professional. And I asked to hold her hand. and She said, of course, baby doll. And I was like, I've already planned like your next Bachelorette trip. She says she has a new boyfriend. He makes a ton of money. The only reason she even waits tables is because she likes a little extra shopping money for the Amazon. And she shops mostly on Macy's and Amazon. And I looked at her and we were holding hands. I was like, bitch, if you don't think that I'm going to be at a Preds game with you and Chris Hansen in Nashville, just waiting for the hockey guys to fight. And we will go to Kid's Rock restaurant before and after and get a double order of tots. I just, you know, you judge somebody and they always say, walk a mile in their shoes. Here I was being like, this woman's going to give us bad service. She's not going to have anything intelligent to say. And we had a beautiful conversation. And I needed that. And I walked away going, I'm such a, I was such a fucking asshole. Coming in thinking, you know, Judy's not going to know how to pour a glass of wine. Because she a little country. Guess what? Judy got me lit. And I didn't know that there was a restaurant at the Bass Pro Shop. In Memphis, but apparently there is. The more you know, the better you eat. And I don't know if you've been to Memphis, but they should put that. Welcome to Memphis airport. We have a cafe at the Bass Pro Shop. Beam me up, Scotty. You know, even though We are fighting for our lives over here. There is a one company that I just love and I've been obsessed with them. And I'm so glad that they're part of the podcast. It's Modern Fertility because they have our backs. And the reason I love Modern Fertility is because it can help you figure out your fertility hormones, what they mean, what it looks like, what your future for maybe being a parent looks like, or maybe you just want to understand more about your body. I'm obsessed with Modern Fertility because you can test that vast assortment of hormones, but you can do it all from the comfort of your own home. Here's the cool thing. Modern Fertility was created and it is an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you get your personalized results within six business days. You'll get a look into like your AMH, your anti-mullerian hormone. That means your ovarian reserve, other important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go deep into what every hormone means and you can also download the results and review with your doctors for next steps. Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modern com slash absolutely 30, you can get 30, Dollars off your test. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $30 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely30. This is a limited time offer for $30 off. That means your test will cost 149 Hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost more than three times as much. So get $30 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely30. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely30. Okay, I told y'all last week that I've been doing a good thing about balancing my blood sugar by having some protein first thing in the morning with a protein shake. I have my coffee and a little protein shake and I am obsessed with Ritual's Reimagine Essential Protein Daily Shake to support my fitness goals and honestly just get that little pop of protein in the morning so I am not drinking caffeine on an empty stomach. Their non-GMO plant-based protein is made from 100% U.S. grown regeneratively farmed peas and provides a complete amino acid profile. And here's a kicker, 20 grams of protein to help you build lean muscle. They go through rigorous third-party testing for heavy metals and microbes and are informed sports certified Meaning each batch is tested for 250 plus banned substances. Their protein has an amazing handcrafted vanilla flavor, but is free of sugar, sugar, alcohols, and even stevia. I love it. I literally, it's, they taste great. There's no chalkiness. And I love that I know where this stuff comes from, right? They do the third-party testing that makes sure it is a clean, clean product. And we love that. So why not shake up your ritual? Get 10% off your first three months of ritual when you visit ritual, dot com slash absolutely and add essential protein today. Again, you get 10% off your first three months of Ritual when you visit Ritual, dot com slash absolutely and add essential protein today. Remember, start your day off well, start it with that Ritual essential protein baby. You know the general manager for the restaurant at the Bass Pro Shop is named Scott though and they call him Scotty. And you know he did a little, he did some hard time. He did some hard time, white collar crime White collar crime. Did some hard time for a white collar crime, but you know his name's Scotty. Like imagine you're at the bowling alley and you know, you have a flirty moment. You accidentally you're going for your ball and the people who are playing next to you, the guy goes for his balls. Like, oh, oh, oh my God. And you like awkwardly touch hands. And then you look up and you lock eyes with this guy who like you knew at one point was very attractive. And you're like, oh my God, I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to touch your balls. Ah! Oh my God. It's <laughs> not what I meant. Oh my God. Stop. Stuff it, Heather. That's so, I, sir, I'm so sorry. And he's like, sir, oh, how old do you think I am? I'm just imagining, I'm role-playing how the flirting goes. And you're like, I don't know. Oh my God, I did not mean to say I touched your balls, but that was a good one. He's like, oh, my name's Scotty, what's your name? And you're like, I'm Heather. And then you just blow him in the bathroom. That's how I imagine that goes. You know what I mean? That is how, you know that this is where you'd meet him. He just got off the shift at Bass Pro Shop Cafe and now you're blowing him in the bathroom at a bowling alley because Scott's one of those guys where you didn't realize how genuinely charming he could be and he gets you every time. And then he's the one guy that breaks your heart and you get like, you know, a year into the relationship and you find out he flirts with every girl at the bowling alley because you quit going to bowling with him because you never found it interesting in the first place. You were just there with like some other coworkers. And you let him have his one thing, which is his bowling league on Tuesdays. And you realize he does this trick with every girl. He knows it works. And he goes up to every girl every Tuesday. And he pretends to grab the the same ball as them. And every girl has the same response. Oh my God, I just touched your ball. (laughs) Oh my God, stop. He's like, my name's Scotty. And then... They all blow him in the bathroom. And it's what I'm I'm trying to say is it's not fair and it's not okay. And that's why Judy had to leave that job because she was heartbroken. You know, Scott, you know exactly what kind of car he drives. Toyota Camry. You know it. You already see it. He drives a grayish Toyota Camry 2015. Muscular but vapes and you're like, he's got a good body, but he vapes and he has like a little bit of bad acne scarring on his cheeks. You know it, you already know it, but there's something about him where you're like, he's charming. He's charming and you blow him. And that's why we have to get out and vote. So whether or not this midterm has turned the way we want it, This should also be fuel for the fire for when we come back next year for the next election. I want you to walk to the polls and remember Scotty, the general manager of the cafe at the Bass Pro Shop that I've never been to, nor have I ever met, this fictitious person that I have created in my mind who is my mortal enemy, because I bloom in the bathroom of a bowling alley. Once in my mind, I want that to be the fuel to the fire for when you go out and rock the vote again in another nine months or a year. It's a year. I don't know how time and space works, but you know who does? The aliens that are on their way, that are catching up to us. So buckle the fuck up. Get dialed in and get ready to ride. (laughs) What the fuck? Y'all, that was unhinged. I apologize and a less about me, Let's make it more about you. Let's get into the voicemails. As always, you can call in 800 213 7503 let us get into it.
2: Hey, Heather. It's Kelly. I left a voicemail the other day, and it sounded pretty negative. Um, It was my absolutely not about small talk and unsolicited advice. And I feel like small talk is kind of like a um, risky territory because a lot of people do it. But I stand by what I said. I fucking hate it. But I just wanted to, like, um, say, give you an absolute yes to, you know, put a positive spin on it. And my absolute yes is just females in general. We are the best. Um, we have so many expectations. And we fucking kill it at all of them. We're expected to have these jobs. We're still expected to, like, be honestly, like, the main parent. Like, carrying a child, being a mom. You know, just an absolute yes. And I work in a male dominated industry and, um, I have motherfuckers mansplain things to me all the time. I had this guy one time who knows that I graduated, I graduated, graduated with a chemical engineering degree, explained to me what vaporize means. I wanted to club him. Anyway, I kind of digressed for a second, but let me get back to it. Females are the fucking best and. You know, it's just our time. It's our fucking time to shine. Anyway, that is all. And you have a great day.
0: Hey, friend, I completely agree. Women are running the fucking show and the ship. And you know what was really alarming? On my flight to Huntsville and out of Huntsville, when I'm not even exaggerating, I am not even fucking exaggerating, there were maybe three other women on the flights there and back, not a single woman in first class. And I had a, I was right in Delta comfort and I had a fantastic flight attendant. Her name was also Heather for Delta. And I said, Heather, what the fuck? I'm diamond. Why, why didn't I get upgraded? And she was like, I know. She said it's because there's a big military base in Huntsville. And that's like all, it's, it's all dudes. It's all dudes going back to the space station. So it is what it is. And we had a good hearty laugh about it. But it was bizarre. It was bizarre that like in the actual airport, there was one other woman on my flight coming and going. It was really bizarre tons of ladies came out to the shows, which I was so grateful for. But I totally get what you're saying. You know, I've been working on this new bit and I, whatever, we'll work it out on the podcast today. But you know, it's like this whole idea of bringing home the bacon, right? This whole idea that like men used to say like bringing home the bacon was a hard part. It's not. And we all know being a stay-at-home mom is way fucking harder. We all know that. Like you... All of my girlfriends who pivoted after they had kids to be these fantastic moms and to run their home and they've got multiple kids, like that is the hardest job. No one will ever argue that. But this whole idea, like when you are also, you got to bring home the bacon because everybody works. We work, so we still have to be like the main parent, right? Right. Because if you have a baby, they're relying on you for milk or just, you know, the woman always takes on a very strong role in a child's life, whether you've carried it, whether you didn't carry it. The mommy is the mommy. Your mommy will always be your mommy. Your mommy always does those mommy things. And if you had a bad mommy, well, fuck your mom. But you know what I'm saying? It's this idea that you got to go bring home the bacon nowadays as a woman, and you still got to cook the bacon. And then you still got to store it. You still got to figure out how to get rid of the grease and keep it in a coffee can underneath the sink because, you know, your husband will be lazy about it and just pour the grease down the drain and then your drains will get clogged or explode. And you got to think three steps ahead. You're like, all right, I've got four leftover pieces of bacon. Let me make me a BLT. So I have something to snack on for when I get back because I'm only going to have 10 minutes to get ready in between this and that. Cause when I get home from work, I'm gonna have 10 minutes to shower, change, get my kid ready for their recital. Like it's a lot. That was a terrible analogy. But you got to do it all. It's a lot. And I got really short with Jeff the other day and it wasn't his fault. He was just asking me too many questions. And I get really, really bogged down on the amount of questions people ask me now. Do you want this? Do we? Are we doing this? It's a lot of decisions all the time. Yet I still have to be creative. I am expected to do an hour worth of new material every week. On the podcast, I'm expected to keep up things on Instagram, figure out TikTok, edit videos, work on this book, work on the script. Then I'm writing an entirely new 90 minute show for the road. Go do five shows in a fucking weekend, come back, have energy to get to dick Jeff down because you got to give him attention or he'll fucking leave you. And then, you know, is everybody ready for a meatball? Like, I also have to then pretend like I'm slightly Betty Homemaker. And be like, do we want dessert? Like, I don't know. I'm spread thin and thick at the same time. I don't have the brain capacity to do it. So then the other day, Jeff said one thing to me, like this gentleman saying, do you know what vapor is? And you're like, I have a chemical fucking engineering degree. Scott. And Jeff, what did he say to me? He said something to me and I my head spun. It was like literally my head spun off the access. I was exorcism, like puking green. And I, he was just like, you don't need to jump down my throat. And I'm like, don't ask stupid fucking questions. In the words of Taylor Swift, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And I'm not even a Swifty. And he was like, I feel like you jump down my throat all the time when I ask you questions. I go, cause they're dumb. Life is a funny way of making us question ourselves, you know? And it was like this weekend. I didn't know if I could go out and do the new material. I didn't know if anybody would like it, but I had a little bracelet on. I had a little thing that said, you got this. And you know where I got that? From the Little Words Project. Sometimes you just need to have a little reminder, a personal thing. Doesn't even have to be shared with anybody else. Personal thing that reminds you that you've got this. Go to littlewordsproject.com absolutely or enter absolutely at checkout for 30% off your first order. I love Little Words Project. It is the original word bracelet brand founded on the belief of being kind to yourself and to others. Little words are made to be worn, loved, and one day passed on to someone who needs that word of encouragement more than you the best part each bracelet has a unique code on the tag so you can register on their website And so you can track where your bracelet goes as it inspires people wrist to wrist. What an awesome, cool concept. If you want to empower yourself and spread kindness to others with the original word bracelet, well, we have a special offer for you for the Absolutely Not audience. Go to Little Words, that's words plural, littlewordsproject.com slash absolutely. Or enter absolutely at checkout for 30% off your first order. It's the best offer you can get limited time only. That's littlewordsproject.com slash absolutely for 30% percent off your first order you can also find little words project at target nordstrom and one of their flagship stores thanks little words project we love you we mean it it's a lot and for the cool husbands and boyfriends and partners that listen to this i need you to understand this is why the women of the very short circuit this is why we are a little fucking cunty and bitchy and on edge because we don't just wear one hat. And I'm not saying that the guys out there don't. The guys who go to work and they're still great dads and you got to run that. But you have to realize the amount of hats that a woman has to wear these days to just even keep the ball rolling is alarming. And then you're expected to be a good friend and a good sister and a good this. Guys can get away with talking to their boys once a month, or they're just in that constant fucking group chat on, you know, Either the gram, they send titty photos back to each other, or they're in a group chat about their fantasy football league. I'm expected to also be a therapist to my friends, a financial advisor to my friends, a marriage counselor. Like it's a lot. We put a lot on ourselves and I get it. It's a fucking lot and we're not built. And I'm, again, I'm, I'm speaking for all of us as a collective and I know somebody will disagree, but at least I'm not built to also not be an empathizer and care right? So if you're like, well, Heather, just don't listen to people's shit or just tell people to fuck off. I also inherently inside of me, who I am, my DNA says, I'm also going to let you sit on my couch and we're going to kiki and listen because that's who I am. That's how we're built. And I love what I do. I have the greatest job in the world, but there's a lot expected of me. And I know that also, I think we just need to remind ourselves, anybody um, who's listening right now, I think we need to remind ourselves too, that we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves, You know. But then when you're like, I've worked my ass off and trust, I am in a male-dominating field. You want to know why a lot of female comedians are fucking cunty? Because we are, we've never had a seat at the table. And we have seats at the table because we did it our way. And then I still got to deal with attitudes from fucking everybody. And like other male comedians being like, oh. some of them are great. And then some of them are just like, I, I don't get it. Oh, so you have women at your shows? Yeah, you should try it, you lonely fuck. I'm coming off as bitter. That's not what I meant. Some days I am, though. (laughs) Some days I am. But it's a lot some days. You got to wear a lot of fucking hats. And then sometimes you realize the hats aren't in style. So we can't wear fucking fedoras anymore. But I just bought a fedora and I like it. But now apparently, if I wear a fedora, people also think I'm drinking a pumpkin spice latte and I'm not a cool girl. So what I can't wear fucking fedoras anymore. Because now every woman wears a fedora and that's not cool anymore. Well, fuck me. But it's a lot. And I've, I've had to realize how to manage it all. I have no idea if I'm making sense right now. I'm trying to see this new therapist and I've texted her and she was referred to me from a friend and I texted her this exact thing. I said, hey, let's call her Marie. Hey, Marie, it's Heather. I was referred to you by X. I just wanted to see if we get something on the books. I know you book out couple weeks in advance. Side note, I am just so you know, I'm a comedian. So I'm on the road. I have a very weird schedule. So I'm flexible for like odd times. I'm a comedian, but let me preface like I'm a happy comedian and a sad comedian. Like we're not like slitting our wrists backstage kind of comedian, but like I just want you to know that I am like things are are stressful but good, but like I'm happy. Ha ha L-O L JK Raffle. And then I send her like six gifts like somebody like falling off a segue. And then I sent like a clown gif and then something else. And I realized that she thinks I need to be institutionalized. (laughs) Like immediately as I sent the text that said, I'm not one of those comedians. I'm a happy comedian. You know, she read this text and said, she's not. She's so broken inside. So anyways, Listen, if this is your time to call in and bitch and just be like, I got to deal with these fucking idiots. You know, and I'm trying to get a straight answer from a guy at a beer barn in Huntsville saying, do we have time? Are we going to make it? And you know what? No. He just said, they're catching up to us. And I don't know who that is or what that is, but it's ominous and also positive. So any any of my females listening to this, keep your head up. Just know I am just as frustrated as you. And I don't have the answer because I can't book a therapy appointment. And that's on God. Let's get to the next voicemail.
3: Hey, Heather. This is your girl, Meredith, from North Carolina. I am currently re-listening to ovaries on a plane as I am experiencing uh, or have just experienced my second ovarian cyst rupture in 48 hours. The most absolutely not is to there being no available options for women going through anything gynecologically that is not go to the emergency room or wait in a hard-ass chair for eight hours among all the flu and COVID patients just to be told, hey, go see your doctor whenever you can get an appointment, which usually is in two to three months because let's face it, they're all booked up. And then if you do get in with them or get a hold of them, their option for you is just go back on birth control, which, you know, I'm not necessarily anti-birth control. It helped me for a long time. But when you're trying to get pregnant, that's not necessarily something you want to be on. Um, So, yeah, absolutely fucking not to women not having options um, and and not being heard or seen or understood when they're going through one of the, I've given birth. It was not as painful as these damn things. So absolutely not. Love and light. Bye.
0: Hey, Meredith from North Carolina. Thank you so much for calling in and honey, my heart goes out to you. If you're new to the podcast and you've never heard my episode of ovaries on a plane, go back and listen to it. I hadn't, Just to catch up to speed, I had an ovarian cyst rupture on an airplane and it was fucking crazy. It's my favorite podcast episode I've ever done, but it's from November 2019. I hear you. That is the most excruciating pain. And I love that if you listen to the very end of the voicemail, she says, I've had a kid and it wasn't even that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Ovarian cyst is crazy. Um, You know what's interesting? And I do think that this is election related. So many people called in. I've had more voicemails in the last forty-eight hours of kind of like frustrated females saying, "Why, why is this not a priority?" Or I had another woman call in and say, I'm sick, I'm a mom, and I still have to run the show at this house. I And I'm not trying to shit on the guys this episode. I'm really not. But the amount of frustrated voicemails that were almost redundant because everyone is saying the same thing has been really, really alarming to me. In a way that is such a, just like ding, 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 like the light has gone off. This is why it is so important, no matter what you believe, that as a woman, you have to vote to allow the right for women to decide what to do for their health. Because I don't know how to tell you this. No one else wants to decide whether or not you are going to be taken care of or not. A lovely other woman called in and said she needs her IUD changed, but she can't get an appointment for two months. So it's like she's going to have a rusty, dusty IUD just hanging out in her body. But sorry, I'm I'm saying all this to say, ma'am, I hear you. It is so frustrating. When I had my ovarian cyst rupture and when I continue to have ovarian cyst issues, I am now back on birth control. I don't want to be on birth control. But I'm back on it because it's the only thing that has honestly kept my ovarian cyst at bay. It is the most excruciating fucking pain you have ever felt in your life. It sent me to the ER fresh off an airplane and I've dealt with it. And it is fucking unbelievable. It is crazy. For a lot of women's issues, it's get on birth control. Get on birth control, get an IUD, or have a baby. I had a doctor once who said, well, really the only way for your ovarian cyst to get better is for you to have a baby. And I said, excuse me? And he said, yeah, because it kind of like cleans out your ovaries. And I said, no. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? I agree. I'm not even, I don't even have a joke to this. I hear the frustration in your voice. I absolutely hear it. I get it. I understand it. It's so fucking frustrating. Now I have taught my husband very well. Okay. He knows I taught, you know, I did that whole, what, what's the difference in the tampons. Now he knows it's light, super regular flow. It's not like, you know, super giant pussy. Like, you know, a lot of these guys didn't know what the the letters meant on the tampons. Jeff is educated. But then I started quizzing him last night because I saw this thing on Instagram and this woman goes around like Central Park and she asks, dude, she's like, how many tampons per period do you think a woman uses? <laughs> these guys are like 4,000. One of them's like, oh, two, two tampons. That's it. Or it was either 4,000 or one for like an entire week. And it's the, the question that this woman asked all these guys was can a woman pee with a tampon in and the responses and the reactions that these guys had was mind blowing they're like i don't think so and they're like no the woman has to take out a tampon to pee and i asked jeff and he knows i have three holes and it took him a second he goes he was good cuz i've educated him but it took a second he was like no no you can pee with a tampon in cuz the tampon's in a different hole your pee hole is outside of your vagina. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. Good job. And I gave him a cookie. You know what I mean? But watching some of these guys say, oh, well, no, no. A woman has to take out a tampon because it works like a a wine cork. And you're like, oh, sweet Jesus. Okay, okay. That's That's not a thing. Literally one man goes, isn't it like a wine cork, like a wine stopper? It's not. It's not. So I say all this to say, I hear you. Now I'm just on a rant, but I hear you. I get it. I get it. It's so fucking frustrating. Just, yeah, when you have something like that happen, especially anytime it happens with, you know, your female reproductive, they're like, take a Tylenol. Take a Tylenol. You know what I mean? Can you just take a Tylenol? No, I want you to figure out why I'm having this issue. And listen, listen, if we could just, if I could go back to that beer barn, convince the guy who communicates with the aliens, like, listen, they're light years ahead of us. Can I talk to one of them? Surely, you know, does this other alien species, do they still get periods? Are they having ovarian cysts? How do they procreate? Because I would love a little inside. What if they're like, tampons work better because we put them in our butts? And I'm like, didn't know that. What if they're like, we just free bleed? I I feel like we should be talking to somebody else other than like Ted Cruz on what we should do if we have an ovarian cyst rupture. You know what I'm saying? You girls get me. You get it. Also, I've had this theory. Why don't men just vote for man things and women vote for women things? Like, do you know what I'm saying? If you're a lady, you only women should be able to vote on women things. If it has anything to do with like your reproductive rights, only a woman with those like should be able to vote. Let us fucking cat call and cat scratch in the streets and fight over it. But the fact of the matter is, if you're interviewing men in Central Park in New York City where you have to be like semi-educated to get around. And they don't know that a a tampon does not stop up your pee hole. That is what is concerning. You know what I mean? I saw this great thing that said, remember that like the guy who bullied you in high school or girl, the girl who bullied you in high school is going to vote. Your racist grandma is going to vote. Your white collar crime uncle is going to vote. That wonderful math teacher that you had in high school, she's also going to vote. Your favorite soccer coach, he's gonna vote. Like everyone's gonna vote, the good and the bad. But that one dumb bitch in high school who was named Chelsea, who was so mean, she's also gonna vote. And that's what's crazy. My body, my choice. Hell yeah. My body, my choice. Whenever a guy says that, Mama, I had that in the last tour, but it made me laugh so hard. My body, my choice, bitch. <laughs> it's exhausting. But yeah, there is, um, it is wild that how in 2022 we are still so far behind in what to do when our pussies explode. That is what it is. Your pussy has exploded, albeit at you just had a baby, whether you have an ovarian cyst, whether you have endometriosis, whether you have hemorrhaging periods, whatever it is, our pussies are exploding like the comet that is coming towards planet Earth i.e. they're catching up to us, yet we don't have the answers. That's wild and infuriating. But I want you to know I will do my best for when I run for candidate, McMahon can and she will, figure out how to fix it. That'll be the only thing I run on. It's just like, are you a woman? Did you have a heavy period today? Come to my march for heavy periods. Like I don't know what it is. And I don't know how to fix it because I'm not a scientist, but I'll figure it out because I love each and every one of you. Let's get to the next voicemail.
1: What's up, Heather? It's your girl, Nina, from Detroit. Um, I absolutely not? And I know we talk a lot about dating on the podcast. As um, I am standing outside of my friend's apartment waiting for a dresser to get delivered, right? And I was out there, hit my dad pen a little bit, just giggling, enjoying my life. And this dude walks up to me. And he's obviously like a construction worker. And he's like, um hey like can I ask you a question do you have a boyfriend can I have your number and I was like okay like why should I give you my number well long story short I was too fucking high to come up with a good reason not to give him my number because I was stoned it was a Saturday like whatever and so he's texting me for like a week like literally an angel like so nice like I'm like wow am I gonna marry this man like this is amazing we're supposed to go on a date that following Friday So before we go on the date, I'm like, you know what? I just get this like intuition, this inkling. I'm Romanian and I'm super intuitive uh, from my heritage, whatever. And I'm like, you know, I should look him up. So I look him up, find him. He not only has a girlfriend, and mind you, I looked him up because when he called me, it was his name on his caller ID, not only has a girlfriend, but gave me a fake fucking name. And we're supposed to be going out in like an hour at this point, Right. So I call him and I'm like, Hey, he's like, Oh, Hey, just, you know, getting ready to go pick up some stuff at the gas station. will meet you at the bar. And I'm like, um, do you have a girlfriend? And he proceeds to spend the next hour trying to convince me why it's okay that he's a girlfriend. Telling me he's going to go break up with her in 15 minutes. I'm like, why would I date you if you're going to break up with your current girlfriend? In, I, I can't fucking absolutely not and also giving me a fake name like literally fucking psychotic I've had enough psychos in my life so absolutely not to that men tighten up get your shit together love you Heather bye
0: all right Mia from Detroit Mia Mia not a Bia Bia Mia I already know how this whole thing goes down I'm gonna go ahead and tell you First of all, he doesn't work really work in construction. That is a ruse. He probably finds out. He probably knows somebody in the leasing office of your friend's apartment. And he gets... He pays them. He's like, he's got a, you know, a buddy there. He's like, listen, these two hot girls just moved into the apartment. You know what I mean? Brand new to Detroit. Anyways, the one girl vapes a lot. So, you know, you just just walk by in a construction hat this guy works at t-mobile or something he does not even work actually in construction so he pulls his camry he drives the exact same gray camry that scotty our boy from the bass pro shop cafe does and he pulls up on a saturday and he knows the timing because they basically already stalked the situation he puts on his steel toed boots and his hard hat and then he comes around the corner and he just acts like he bumps into like whoa my God, ma'am, I'm so sorry. You are so beautiful. I, I'm working on the building across the street. I have a big dick and wear a hard hat, so you know I am a hundred percent being honest right now. Can I get your number? He smooth talks you. You know what I mean. He is. He runs his gamut every fucking week. He texts you. He smooth talks you, and then you do a light Google research. Uh, what really blows my mind is that these guys tend to forget that. You know, I can find your ex-girlfriend from third grade. I'll find out her social, where she lives, what she does for fun, if she's on a pickleball team. I can find anything. Any woman can. It's our specialty. You know, men have their strong suits, like being able to recite movie quotes and understanding the over or under on sports betting. That statistic, very niche statistic, is only good with guys. They get it. I don't understand it, never will. I say all of that to say that, you know, I think, A lot of this episode has been, in general, us underestimating other people. Did this guy think that you couldn't do just a light background check? Or even like remember a couple features on his face, like he had long eyelashes. You can literally Google guys in Detroit with long eyelashes and there's a fucking blog post about him. You know what I mean? I saw this guy at Crunch Gym one day. He had long, beautiful eyelashes and you're like, oh, that's him. The fact that he lied to you, gave you a fake name because he runs a scam on his fucking girlfriend every fucking week. He doesn't do construction. He's get, paying the guy in the leasing office to let him know when babes move in. It is, they're all running a fucking racket. They're all running the damn racket. And this is what's so fucked up is we're all so burnt out in a lot of these relationships and all of my single girls are like, if they do the bare minimum, He's been texting me respectfully. It's been three days and he hasn't asked me to send him a photo of my labia. So therefore, it's a win. I can see a future with this guy. That's how low we have, like the bar is set. That's why when I asked the guy at the beer barn, I'm like, are we good? And he goes, they're catching up to us. I just said, yeah, and walked away. My bar for my future is set so low. I already know what to expect, which is expect nothing. Do you know what I mean? Nothing and everything at the same fucking time. Oh, my God. And I love that he was like, you said you have a girlfriend. He's like, well, I'm going to break up with her in like 15 minutes. No, no, he isn't. He's been running this shit. He probably goes on dates every fucking week. Fucks all these girls. And poor Kelsey is sitting at home having no idea. She has no idea, and she's asked. She said, "Hey, why do you have steel toed boots and a construction hat in your back seat?" He's like, "Oh, I was just help my buddy move." And Kelsey, who has set the bar so low, doesn't even think to do a light Google on. Why would you need a hard hat and steel-toed boots to help your buddy move? And every single weekend, he says the same thing. I got to help my buddy move. And because, you know, if if somebody says that they're helping somebody move, you're not going to ask any more questions. You're going to be like, oh, I don't want to do that. So you're just like, okay, great. Every weekend, I bet this guy says the same thing to his girlfriend. I'm helping my buddy move. On a Saturday night into Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only time they'd give him the loading dock. That's when I got to help him move. And we believe this shit because we are so beaten and broken down by the system and it's fucked up, but it's not going to happen anymore. You know what? I'm going to call Judy. I'm calling fucking Judy. I'm getting her and we're going to go to all go to a Preds game and we're going to watch these men fight in a cage like UFC. We're going to go to the hockey game and we're going to take over and we're going to figure out what we need to do to make the change for us tomorrow. And you know what? These, this is what these guys want. They want to see a bunch of women bicker over them. He's my boyfriend. He's my boyfriend. Fucking have him. I'm going to be with Judy. Mia, uh, Judy, and I are going to the a hockey game, and we're going to watch these dumb fucking dudes just rip each other to shreds, knock each other's teeth out. And the joke's on them, baby, because I'm going to be sitting back with my fully cooked tater tots that I snuck in from Kid Rock's bar across the street. I'm going to light a cigarette in the middle of this arena. I'm going to go. Let's let them watch it burn. You know what I mean? And Judy, me, and I are all going to take a simultaneous drag of a menthol cig in our Preds jerseys, and we're just going to be like, let it burn, baby, because we only got a couple months left. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's where it's at, son. That's where I'm at emotionally this week. That's where we're at. And then I'm going to end up on the Jumbotron with Mia and Judy. And we're going to look directly into the camera and be like, we caught you, buddy. And then we're going to flash up a photo of the guy back in Detroit who's trying to scum our friend Mia. And it's going to go viral. then. That's how we get our revenge all with a fully cooked tater tot in one hand because you can't stop me. We got one last absolutely yes voicemail and then I'll let y'all get out of here.
1: Hi, Heather. This is Jolie from New York. I just wanted to give you an absolutely yes that I have been training for the New York City Marathon for 22 weeks, um, listening to your podcast the entire time. And it has gotten me through some long runs and um, some tough times. And I'd like to thank you for getting me through this journey, because as of yesterday, I completed the New York City Marathon. Never thought those words would come out of my mouth. So I wanted to thank you for that. Um, Love and
0: light. Thanks for everything. Julie, we needed this. We needed to end this episode on a positive, uplifting message, which is she thought she could and she did. And she ran that fucking New York City Marathon. And I was going to burn you for a minute because I think it's unhinged. It makes no sense to me why any human needs to prove to themselves that they can run 26.5 miles or is it 25.6 Regardless, 4,000 miles, it does not make sense, but you did it. And I love that I was the cunty motivating factor along the way. That makes me feel good. It makes me think that I'm on the right path, personally. I'm turning your triumph into actually... Fuel to my fire that I know that every time I bitch and complain on this podcast that it's actually moving you in the right direction, one foot in front of the other. I want you to know that we are proud of you. We didn't think you could do it for a minute, Julie, when I didn't even know that you had finished the marathon. I thought you couldn't do it. I doubted you. I doubted you and I doubted myself. But look at what we built together. One foot, step by step, blister by blister. Complaint after fucking voicemail complaint. We did it together. You want to know why? Because we did it, period. Because they thought we couldn't, so we showed them. I think, you know, I could never do the marathon. I could power walk it. I've never enjoyed a quick jog. I haven't. It's not really what brings me joy. There's no light behind my eyes when anybody asks me to take things up past four miles an hour. It's just not where I thrive but I could walk that bitch in a heartbeat. Bitch, I could walk 26.5 miles brisk, fast. I could do it. I could. If you can walk the marathon, I think I could do it. But the whole running of the marathon, I have no desire. And I know that the marathon takes usually like three to four hours, maybe five hours. I could power walk it. I could power walk it and I would say five and a half. I really think I could. I think I could do it. So actually, maybe I needed to hear this voicemail. Maybe I sign up to do the marathon next year. Maybe I am going to be the person I want to be tomorrow, but I'm going to do it today. I'm not. I'll get in my 10,000 steps. Regardless, though, we are in this together, and, and I want you to know it's a beautiful thing. And no matter what happens to us in the next nine months, whether the comet's coming, whether the aliens are coming to suck the plasma from the back of our necks to make themselves superior beings we, we've we had our time together here and it's a beautiful thing. And I love you. And I love that my bitching, complaining, and all these, you know, just egregious voicemails were fuel for your fire to put a little pep in your step to hit the trail. This bitch started in Staten Island. You got to go over the Tappan Zee Bridge. You got to hit all the boroughs, Staten Island. Then you go to, well, I think, Brooklyn. Then you go to Queens the Bronx. Then you come down my heart. Huh, uh, I think that's it. That's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. I hope you're icing your feet. Now, one thing I will say, Julie, you are never going to see me. Like, I don't understand that. Those iron man things where everyone's doo dooed themselves. You know, you've seen those clips, especially on like Instagram and TikTok. You know, the the person keeps running, but they've just shit themselves because they've lost all control of their bowels. Their body is fully breaking down and they run across. Like if I get to the point where I even power walk the New York City Marathon, but I've shit myself along the way where I'm just like, I got to get to the end. And there's a trail of doo-doo behind me coming up Fifth Avenue. It wasn't worth it. You know what I'm saying? Those extreme athletes that are always, they always shit themselves or they like pass out and you have to carry them across the finish line. That to me is not a finish. You know what I mean? That's not, I'm not doing that. I'll wear a fun outfit and change into new fashionable sneakers every like 10 miles, but I'm not going to, if it requires me do doing myself to get across the finish line, it's not going to happen. And I really appreciate and respect y'all's understanding at this time. But you know what, Julie, reach out to me on Instagram and maybe I'll train and we'll do it together next year. If I can power walk it. I can, I'm a quick. Dude, there's been flames. They call me fire crotch and not because I have red pubic hair, but because I walk so fast that flames should be sparking out of my pussy. You know what I mean? So maybe that's it. And maybe we really brand it smart and we get like Vagisil and Mega Babe. To sponsor us for the New York City Marathon. That could be a great idea. Because honestly, I've done 26.5 or 25.6, whatever it is. I've done about 30 miles just on like walking around Italy. It's like 100,000 steps. I've done that. Easy. I can do it. If it's walking, I can do it. I will want a costume change about every five miles. You know, new content opportunities, but I think I could do it. And I want you to know that you did it, bitch. You fucking did it. And we are so proud of you. We didn't think you could do it. I doubted you. Me and Judy and Mia, we all doubted you, but Julie, you fucking did it. And we are so proud of you. And thank you for sharing this beautiful moment with us. And I'm glad I could be a part of the training and push you to be a better person. Okay. I really feel like we got a lot of things off our chest and we are moving in the right direction. You guys, I am coming to West Palm Beach this Friday. I've got two shows. Saturday, I have two shows. And Sunday, I have a show. Please get your tickets at heatherontour.com. Again, West Palm. This is the only shows I'm going to be doing in Florida for a while. So come and see the new material. And you can get your tickets at heatherontour.com. I love you. I mean it. Keep your chins up. Keep your tits up. We got this. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Arrivederci, ciao Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.